Hello, 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 and we are live with another branding chat. I'm super excited for our today's guest, which is Carla Han with Prioritizing Peace, and they will join us in a second. I am Kirsten, co-founder of Authentic Branding, together with my partner in crime, Dirk. Uh, we run Authentic Branding, the place for uh, course creators and consultants and coaches to learn how to brand themselves. And here is Carla. Hang on, I will let you in. Da 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 da, let the magic happen. Why I'm trying to figure this out again. <laughs> okay. Carla, I think you I think you joined. But I can't see you yet. Hang on, you guys. And I can't see her yet, but she will be there. Hey! <laughs> All these technical things. <laughs> how are you, Carla? Good, how are you? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, this morning I, I um, made a, a reel about not being perfect because nobody wants to work with a perfect nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I think what, what people really want is like a charismatic leader that they can follow. So I am super excited for you. I, um, I, um, I found you, I don't know how anymore, but I really like your approach of prioritizing peace in your life so that we can really create um, something amazing. Can you, um, before I start talking, like just introduce yourself briefly and tell us like who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm Carla Hunt, CEO and founder of Prioritizing Peace. I help entrepreneurs and professionals achieve success without sacrificing their well-being by preventing and eliminating burnout and helping them achieve work-life harmony. Wow, that sounds amazing. I want that. I'm signing. <laughs> I think everyone needs to sign up for this. Can you tell us, like, um, like what is the uh, what is the the um, the secret? Like, what? How can we do this? Because I'm, I think. I'm um, a notorious um, perfectionist and designer. I want everything to look good, and uh, but of course, of course, like this takes a lot of time, and then I'm overthinking sometimes. And it's really like important to get out of this mode and find a healthy balance. But as an entrepreneur, it's so hard to do. Like, what have you found? Like, what is the secret ingredients of how we could do this? <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot that goes into that, but. The first is prioritizing and it's prioritizing yourself and then prioritizing like the 5% of tasks that, you know, account for 95% of the results. And then, you know, also having boundaries. Boundaries are a huge thing because a lot of times if we are not respecting our own boundaries, like other people are not going to as well. And that is when, you know, we have a 30 minute meeting and then it goes into an hour because you just keep talking, but we're afraid to say, I only set this meeting for 30 minutes and then we going and then, you know, we have to push something else back because of that 30 minute meeting that we let go into an hour because we didn't set yeah. no expectations and boundaries with other people. 
Yeah, totally. And I think there is this saying, um, if you say was, uh, yes to one thing, what are you saying no to? So in the moment when I don't um, have this boundary with the meeting, um, for example, then what happens? Like who, what, where's the, where's the thing that I'm cutting off? Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So is there, um, I, I know you also run like a, a coaching program that focuses on that, like um, other specific steps, like on how we can achieve that. Like, is there, can you give us an overview on um, how that might work, how we can get a handle on ourselves? <laughs> yeah. So I focus on, and I, I really tell people, I was like, you're doing self-care wrong. So I really start on the self-care side of really, going inward and focusing on yourself and doing it from a holistic standpoint of what you really need. Because a lot of people don't at all think about what they need for themselves because when it comes to productivity, we will put productivity before ourselves and then everything else comes after. And, and a lot of that problem is the aftermath of what we're trying to fix and clean up after. And so starting from the beginning and saying, what do I need? And then starting there from a holistic standpoint of yourself and the self-care, because you can do more and you can do better when you've refueled yourself. And you think about on an airplane, the, um, I can't think of her name, but the, the stewardess, when they're doing the instructions, and they always say to put your mask on first for oxygen before you help anyone else. But we never do that in real life. We're always helping everyone else first, and we don't help ourselves so we want to make sure we're putting our oxygen mask on first so that we can help and attend to everyone else. And that's including our business because we will drain ourselves before we take care of others. So I start with the self-care first. And then we start working on what needs need to be met. And then we start working on the boundaries and then time management. And with the time management, there's really clearing, you know, pr not priorities, um, prioritizing and then addressing your commitments. So we can eliminate, delegate, and delete things that don't need to be done anymore so that we are serving your highest good at this point. Mm -hmm. Is inclusive of outsourcing, like I said, delegation. And then we're looking at what is going to move you forward if you have a business and it looks a little bit different if you work a nine to five and there's other things that can be outsourced. So like if you have a lawn, that can be mowed by like the neighbor's kid. Because mm -hmm. that's back for you. Yeah, or your own kit, if you can. Yeah, and grocery yeah. shopping. A lot of people now, especially during the pandemic, don't like grocery shopping. So, like, it's a different way of outsourcing, but it's the, um, what is it, the Instacart. So, like, ordering your groceries online and then just picking them up. It's not quite outsourcing, but it kind of is. Like, it kind of, it's kind of a smart way of saving time. Yeah. Making time for what is... Um, what is important, like the delegating thing, I, I was just thinking about making when breakfast or supper, because oftentimes I make breakfast for everyone else and then I I forget to eat <laughs> or I don't have time anymore. So I think this is really important what you just said. Also with the delegating, I think as entrepreneurs, like we, and especially when you're a perfectionist, you always think nobody else can do it. And so you are ending up with all those things that are not really necessary and as a digital CEO that uh, I, I am or I want to become. I really need to think about like, what can I let go of um, in order to grow? And um, in, in terms of branding, like for me, it's, it's really like I see 
when we write down like our messages and uh, the, the, how we speak, um, if we are conscious about this and um, writing it all down, then we can actually delegate it and um, why keeping and building our business. And so this is for me, that has been um, a, 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 for our students as well. It has been a, a breakthrough, like really recognizing if I really, uh, identify and create a structure that is a way for me to delegate and have more time for things that are important. Um, do, do you have a story, Carla, of like what um, like was it like an epiphany that made you like really dive into that and create this program? Yeah. So my my story is basically how I've burned out like many times before. Um, I know a lot of people use their values as the, the mechanism that keeps them going, that keeps them hustling and grinding. And I had found myself that that was the thing that kept me going. And that was ultimately like the same thing that was causing me to burn out. So I was chasing, you know, like the, the dream, the, the better life. And I was not living at all. So I was just like, I want to, to live and have a better life, but I'm not living in the process. And that was kind of like the realization. And it hit me the hardest when, um, like right before the pandemic, I helped my dad retire early from being a truck driver. And it was because his health had declined. So like he was no longer able to physically pass a physical to continue doing his job. And so for me, I was like, he's going to retire early and he's not going to get to enjoy retirement. And then I was thinking to myself, I work behind a desk, but I'm, you know, getting weird physical symptoms that I have to see a doctor for because I'm drinking something called death wish coffee and drinking energy drinks on top of that to stay awake on, you know, four hours of sleep to work, you know, 16 to 18 hour days. And I'm even though I'm not sitting behind the wheel of a truck. I'm on the same path because I'm, you know, sitting all day and working really long hours and I'm not taking care of my health and well-being. And I just found that like the things that I wanted, I wanted a family. I wanted, you know, the white picket fence house and I was, you know, saving for all these things and I, you know, was acquiring the money for it, but I wasn't building any relationships. I was isolating myself and I was causing harm and, you know, damage to my health. So I was like, okay, I'm acquiring money. And I was like, I can fix it later with money. But money wasn't going to fix the issue if I wasn't able to do something about it now and start repairing relationships, start repairing my health. Because like, honestly, like the money didn't mean anything to me. If like, I wasn't going to be healthy, if I wasn't going to be able to have the relationships and I wasn't able to enjoy life while I was doing the things that I was doing, because I wasn't happy in my job. And so it's yeah. really what it came down to. Because I was like, if I get to the end of my life, and I've like done all this work and I have all the money, but I didn't get any of the things that I really wanted and I didn't enjoy the process. What was it for? Totally. Wow. Yeah. That I can so relate to this. Yeah. My, my dad passed away last year during COVID and I wasn't able to, to see it because that my parents live in, in Germany. And um, so that was also kind of awakening. There's so much like, and then I, I found a notebook from two years ago. And I wrote on things that I wanted to do at the time, and I still, I haven't done any of that. Like business-related things that I didn't get to because I was like all over the place and, um, yeah, exhausted, like like you said, and it really uh, woke me up. <laughs> yeah. So how how is um like can you give give I think you already said like setting boundaries, but um like how is life now like 
for you? Like, did you um, do you feel like the the peace and can you still, can you, I think with the questions that people might have, is it really true? Like, can you get things done while having that peace? And can I not sacrifice my health? As it were? Yeah. So part of that, which I forgot to mention before, is also like living in the lifestyle changes and creating different habits that align with your vision not just the goals but the vision that you're you want so i have rearranged my life so that my lifestyle is in alignment with my vision so the things that i want so i make time for the things that i value instead of putting them last so when i you know have structured my morning routine i take care of myself first before i start answering emails so that I don't get, you know, lost in the, the clutter, as I call it, you know, just answering emails. And then I have to, you know, do a task that's associated with that email because I have in the past, like if I answer emails first, then I will sit down on my computer and I've done forgotten to do my workout and I've forgotten to eat breakfast. And then I, you know, it's lunchtime now. And that's how it usually happens. And I can imagine a lot of people can relate to that. So I always take care of myself first, do, do my morning routine, my workout, my meditation, first so that I am fueled like I put my mask on first as we talked about on the, the airplane metaphor and that I am ready and I'm charged for the day to tackle whatever comes first like I'm a I call myself like a midday person like I'm less of a morning person so like I do the best work like when I take care of myself first and then from like seven to like noon is what I do like my quote-unquote heavy lifting of tasks and then anything else I will do in the evening and then like if it's a big thing. I'll do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. When they call yeah. eating the frog. So like I structure my day, what suits my energy so that it, I don't feel burnt out by the end of the day. And I can still do other things. I can make time for family and friends in the evening. I can do a zoom call in the evening. I have room to, to move things around. Um, and I also do go with the flow on on days so like if someone wants to do like a last minute zoom call or something i'm able to to do that yeah i think oftentimes <laughs> we think you just mentioned flow and um so an energy so i i um have noticed have um during the day um because i'm a very visual and creative person and i can't just sit down and have an idea so it needs to be it needs to come somehow. And um, I also noticed that when these ideas come, I actually have to execute it because otherwise I'm not, if I write it down and want to do it later, I'm not in the mood anymore. Suddenly all the good ideas that I had, even if I wrote them down, I'm not getting it out of my head anymore. So, so my heart and my energy is not connected. And I think oftentimes we think like if there is a structure, uh, that the structure is maybe holding me back from this energy flow. Um, but maybe, as you said, like once I set boundaries and find out, I also find out when I have this energy during the day. Is that something that you also look at? Like when are my highs and my lows during the day? Yes, yes. Yeah, and, the, and then like you said, the structure. So the structure in other areas of your life allows you to have the freedom so that when you have that like idea, you're able to like sit down and say, okay, I'm gonna move a meeting so that you can just like free flow and do it when you're in the zone. And that's what I do. Like I literally canceled a 2.30 meeting because I was like, 
I'm going to be, I had an idea and I want to continue working on it. And I know that like my energy is like really high today and I didn't want anything else to like derail like my thought process when I was like in the zone. So I was like, I'm going to need the rest of the afternoon off today. Yeah. And I think I like that. I also think it's um, going through um, to these boundaries and also like listening to yourself. Um, we probably calm down or not for me, like, it, like we calm down and really get to know ourselves better. And um, with the knowing of that, managing our time and energy and everything that is around it. Yeah. It's, it's also, in addition to managing commitments and having boundaries and changing our habits, I also work around the mindset as well. Because a lot of times, like I said, my values were what was like pushing me to do more because I was like, I really want this, you know, better life. I want the family. And I was just like, I'm going to work really hard to get it. But I was still missing the mark on it. And it was because I was attaching my happiness to all of those things, thinking if like I just acquired more money, I got a better title position that I would somehow magically get, you know, the things and they would all just magically, like I said, fall into place. But that's not what was happening. And because I was attaching my happiness to these things and those outcomes, I wasn't happy at all. And so I help people to remove the attachments and the expectations to those outcomes so that they're not, you know, attaching their happiness to it and they can be at peace and they can find happiness wherever they are in the process. Mm, yeah. What you just said, the outcome and it being attached to it, um, this is also like a big part when we are creative and developing ideas and um, and branding and marketing strategies. Like I can only be creative if I'm really attached from the outcome. If I'm thinking, oh my God, like this campaign needs to make $10,000, $20,000, I can't do this. I really need to like feel into myself, feel into the problem, like look at the client and really have fun. Like if I don't have fun, I can't be creative. And if I'm attached or, or have fear that uh, maybe something is not coming out of it, then it won't. So I think it's the same, kind of the same process in different ways, like, you have, like letting go and um, just enjoying the process and the journey and then something good will come out of it. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> Anything else that you would um, would love to share with um, with with our listeners here today? Like uh, like where like what is the first thing to do and maybe to think about? And then um, yeah, and then also like where can they find you and where can they learn more about the cool things that you do? Yeah. So one of the things I feel like there's a misconception about self care, and it's more than just bubble baths and you know spa days. Self-care is anything that, you know, recharges you. And I, I personally say all the time that setting boundaries is self-care because that is going to, you know, pr protect and preserve your energy. And so, you know, that's a misconception is people are just like, what do you mean boundaries are self-care? Ba setting boundaries is self-care. And so it's more than just a face cream. It's more than just a spa day. And so that's why I, I believe that we should have more conversations about self-care and protecting your energy. Yes. And so that includes prioritizing your time and prioritizing, you know, the different tasks that you're going to do that's going to, you know, benefit you to success without, you know, burning you out. And then I can be found at prioritizing 
Prioritizing Peace on Instagram and on Facebook. You can email me at hello at prioritizingpeace.com and you can check me out and get free value from my Unapologetically Prioritizing Peace podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, anywhere that there's podcasts, really. Awesome. I love the podcast. I already watched um, a couple of episodes. Is there, like, uh, do we have, like, uh, a program that is coming up soon? Uh, can we uh, put a date out there? Or is there, like, a waiting list that people can join? Or um... uh, Yeah, there is a wait list that people can join. I have not decided to relaunch yet because I'm focusing on one-on-one -on -one coaching right now. Okay, so people, reach out to Carla, um, to one-on-one -on -one coaching so that you can prioritize peace in your business and live a, live a healthier and happy life. And thank you so much, Carla, to, for, for joining me today. That was awesome. Um, I, I love having you as a guest here. And um, yeah, I, I would like to uh, invite everyone to check out Carla's uh, channel and Instagram and connect with her. Thank you so much, Carla. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Bye, Carla. Bye.